listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Good morning. This ain't Vietnam still. People lose hands, legs, arms for real. Little was known about Sierra Leone and how it connect to the diamonds that we own. When I spit about the diamonds of song, I ain't thinking about the ones that we glowing. Talking about Rockefeller, my home. My chain. These ain't conflicts, diamonds. Is they Jacob? Don't lie to me, man. See a part of me say, keep shining. How? When I know where the blood dime is. That's those thousands of miles away. Sierra Leone connected what we go through today. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. <clears throat> We're in the house on a Wednesday, end of the week. Uh, we were scheduled to have a guest, but I had to cancel because my computer's still acting up and I don't want to repeat what happened yesterday. And I've already had to reset this shit once. So I have no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. even though I've tried multiple different things to fix it. Uh, but i'm still working on it behind the scenes so mm-hmm. uh at any rate um appreciate y'all showing up okay you can watch the show live on crowdcast.io um the easiest way is to follow us on twitter or search crowdcast.io uh the black guy who tips find our profile on that maybe even watch our old show you know favorite it when you're in there and it'll it'll allow you to like set your settings so that you can like have it email you whenever we go live stuff like that and uh you can be in there live and see what we're up to mm-hmm. the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is triple sponsors brought to you by shadow dog productions we have some albums okay you may have heard of them one of them is called the best of rod and karen it's our first ever album uh full of audio plays and audio plays are where karen and i uh do voice acting work okay we play characters mm-hmm. you can check us out there um we also have another one called sunspot and other ratchet this uh check all those out man uh on itunes and amazon wherever you can find uh albums they'll be there and leave us five star reviews we like those um you can also support us by uh you know checking out adamandeve.com that's right adamandeve.com it's almost valentine's day it is mm-hmm. and they are trying to help you get sexy That's right. You can make this Valentine's Day <clears throat> one that you'll both never forget with this amazing offer from adamandeve.com. Through Valentine's Day, you can get 50% off of just about any item. Just go to adamandeve.com and you'll find over 18,000 adult entertainment products, including toys, lingerie, and seemingly endless collection of adult DVDs. And that's not even it. Mm-mm, there's more. <clears throat> with every order, you'll receive the romance kit free. The romance kit includes a toy for him, a special massager for her, and a little something they know you'll both enjoy, plus a free adult DVD to put you in the mood. And that's not all, oh no. They're also throwing free shipping on your entire order, so check out adamandeve.com for this special Valentine's offer. Get 50% off of one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code TBGWT. That's TBGWT tbgwt at adamandeve.com put it all up in that offer code box then slide it in her box all right (laughs) and we also have 
uh support for the blackout tips that comes from talkspace talkspace is the online therapy company that believes that therapy should be affordable confidential and convenient join over 500,000 people who have used talkspace for online therapy with their licensed therapist for a special offer visit talkspace.com slash tbgwt yep use code tbgwt and they also gonna give you 30 dollars off your first month mm-hmm trying to hook you up uh all right let's go ahead and get into the news uh so jill stein what about her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah um she's in the news because i don't know if you've heard but bessie devos um the yeah, that bitch yeah yeah she got confirmed mm-hmm. um right which sucks obviously nobody's mm-hmm. i'm not for that mm-hmm. like to say we're officially against that here at the blackout tips but at the same time <clears throat> it felt inevitable to me i know people were talking about call your senators call your representatives mm-hmm. no offense uh but um i don't see where we're at as a place where some phone calls are gonna get us out of it yeah. and i don't expect um senators to change their mind i don't expect elected officials to change their mind because they're getting phone calls now um because the voices that spoke to them the most were the ones that elected them come on so unless it's proven that these phone calls are going to turn into some type of anger and results at a ballot box for them uh against them right um they're gonna they're gonna be fine they're not gonna change anything that's my opinion uh <clears throat> you know i know people have said otherwise people that work in there have inside knowledge that's cool i'll be wrong on this but i don't see them proving me wrong so anyway she got confirmed so what does that to do with jill stein well you know it's not because jill stein had anything to do with voting Come on. well she is accusing democrats of rolling over and allowing the confirmation of controversial education secretary bessie devos all of the senate's 48 democrats voted against devos all 48 100 percent of them voted against her yet somehow she went on twitter and said why would we have such a tie why would we have a tie on such an egregious nominee because democrats serve corporate interest a hundred percent of the democrats voted against the nominee that's math uh vice president um pence served as the tie-breaking vote to confirm devos on tuesday despite a grassroots effort to derail her confirmation after shaky senate hearing but stein in the tweet slammed democrats instead to which i responded um where is the recount money you shady ass nigga come on you can't even count dog what are you doing like not every like it's it's amazing like this is why i don't fuck with them man that green party shit is bullshit man like end of the day they end up attacking the left because it's the only fucking thing they know how to do they don't know how to talk about anything else so they're not my party they're not courting my vote they're not a realistic option they They just look for people who are discontent with the with the left and then just feed off that discontent but they offer no fucking solutions this shit this was just a chance to punch at democrats did you even read the article did you just read the fucking title and went "Mm, these democrats uh jill none of them voted for oh oh damn well i already sent the tweet 
and a lot of times the crowd that catering to is white folks they don't care about minorities our issues and our problems as a whole they do they don't care about any of that. you're just as racist right the green party followed up a few hours later with a pitch of his own that criticized democrats as spineless for allowing the vote the radical nature of this government is radicalizing democrats and that's going to pose a real challenge to the democratic party representative adam schiff democrat california hey radicalized dems come over to the real opposition party gpus uh and then a bunch of hand emojis of different various colors don't wait around for democrats to grow a spine the greens are the real opposition to trump join us mm-hmm. and in 24 hours before devos vote democrats held an all-night session on the senate floor where they criticized devos and called on the senate to vote against her confirmation because there is no longer a 60 vote threshold for lower court and cabinet nominees democratic unity was not enough to block the confirmation Throughout the general election campaign, the Green Party argued that Democrats are too tied up in defending the status quo to be the party that could effectively take on the GOP presidential nominee Trump. And after the election, the party fundraised millions of dollars for a recount bid that didn't change the outcome. But they kept that money. It's just annoying as fuck, man. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's just another part. They're just another group of people using the angst while providing people with nothing no solutions no results um just another just you know just another uh funnel for wasted votes and energy Ugh. um <clears throat> anyway uh x hamster reroutes utah traffic uh to sex ed videos x hamster starting to be my favorite porn site just out of the pettiness <laughs> you know they always fucking with somebody like oh y'all don't like this okay i'm not like we're gonna pick at you <coughs> so on monday utah lawmakers roundly rejected a bill that would have given parents the choice to opt for, of opting their children into comprehensive sex education now porn site x hamster responded by sending traffic to the site from utah to pg-13 sex education videos Beginning immediately, we're rerouting our ex-hamster traffic from Utah to our comprehensive sex ed series, The Box, said ex-hamster. We've been working on The Box since last year, producing videos based on questions submitted by porn viewers. Currently, the tube site says it's serving Utahns with a pop-up reading, can we turn the thirstiest state in the nation into the smartest? A 2009 report found that Utah ranked number one in subscriptions to porn sites visitors then have the option of being redirected to a sex ed series the box is not all explicit and it's not at all explicit and the answers viewers submit questions like how do you have an orgasm what is a queef so instead of getting an eye full of porn utahns who opt into the sex ed videos will be greeted with snappy clips of things like the secret to anal sex get educated X hamster says it's responding both to the rejection this week of hb215 which would have given parents an alternative to abstinence-based education and to utah's lawmakers ongoing attack on pornography last year the state declared pornography a public health hazard this move by X hamster is particularly amusing in light of recent comments by the rejected bill sponsor representative brian king i refuse to be passive in the light of the of the of aggressive efforts by pornography sites across the world in attempting to reach our children to educate them about sex ed he said he's against porn because it's gonna teach kids about sex ed that's why of all the things in porn to be offended by learning the knowledge of it is the worst <laughs> what about kids learning about condoms 
uh according to salt lake city news uh site good for utah this was said in response to news reports of porn websites wanting to be so-called teachers of sex ed presumably they are referring to Pornhub, recently launching this sex ed sub site um so yep you know also it's interesting you know uh a porn site's taking on the idea of like seriously educating people right who find their way over there that's actually a good idea though right better than the fucking parents because you know how many parents are a lot of parents are just ignorant to sex education themselves um and it's one of those things where a lot of parents feel uncomfortable about sex and sexuality period male female no matter what what you you, you're just uncomfortable about the whole concept idea of sex a lot of parents um once they have children it's like the concept of my child gonna be fucking just freaks a lot of parents the fuck out like they just i don't know it's just something mentally about it that a lot of parents just never um grasp or comprehend and i think for a lot of people it was weird to have the quote-unquote talk with their parents Mm -hmm. so they don't want to have that awkward and odd conversation with their children um but the reality is if you don't talk to them somebody else will like that statement is a 100 percent accurate if you don't somebody else will and the thing is you would rather have your child make a smart and educated decision children now have less stds they have the less of a pregnancy rate you know they're more sexually educated than we were ever in our lifetime but you let a lot of parents tell it it's the worst that it's ever been they're worse than us they're just the worst 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 ever when stats and statistics show you otherwise and it's one of those things where um an uneducated uh, child can end up doing things that could damage them for the rest of their lives. And then, you know, a lot of it goes back to not really the males, but punishing the females for sex um, more than the males. Cause you know, not, you know, people act like men don't get STDs that they have to stick with for the rest of their lives. You know, things that affect them, uh, affecting them, th- them and their sexual growth and shit like this too. A lot of this is, primarily targeted towards women um to make them feel shame and bad about their bodies um and a lot of women buy and subscribe into feeling shame about their body a lot of women listen to this show right now feel like their body is dirty feel like you know every time they have sex with somebody you must have sex out of the obligation of procreating with your mate or your significant other not because you enjoy sex you have a lot of women that enjoy sex but they never express it they never say anything about it because society has taught us in general that sex as a whole is dirty and nasty particularly when it comes to women yeah and also i mean they look at controlling women via shame as a way of controlling everybody because as much as they subjugate women they also do it under this idea that women are the controllers of the sex so if we make all women feel bad about sex then obviously sex will cease to exist only in uh, in any other form than just procreation and not it shouldn't be enjoyable and all this other shit um man if you can get out of utah get the fuck out those people are fucking they're 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 bad shit out there like they're obsessed with this shit right you're the number one consumer like they go hey out of all 50 states y'all watch this more than anybody else. right it's always the hypocrites that you know that's that strike out like this it's like what are you trying to because you know another reason people probably watching it there is because it's such a a, a a religion obsessed state man like 
every it's such a puritanical state so people just are worried the whole time and like i'm going to consume this and not learn not teaching people is not going to stop people from having sex and you know some of the elements around sex that need to be taught that never get taught in these asking this only religious uh doctrine type things are things such you know std prevention um consent um you know because when you basically teach women that all sex is wrong except unless you're married um and and boys absorb that a lot of boys they they start thinking shit like oh them saying no it really doesn't mean no right and all that kind of shit uh because they have no educational background on it and people are basically making it so shameful that if a woman does have sex even if she's raped you can still be like uh she's a slut she's a whore and everybody's like well you did have sex so i mean you know and and, and the way we put and the way we come down on you from society why would you admit to that so obviously you wanted it and now you're lying like that all that not logic that quote-unquote logic is wrapped up in a lot of this uh religious hypocrisy man Yes, I think when we listened to Keith and the girl and um, one of the people was saying that they had uh, went to jury duty on one of their guests and they were saying that they literally had to explain to other grown ass people that semen did not come from a female. And you go, yeah. you're looking like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Like women are uh, setting up all these men with these fake rape charges and it's an epidemic of men getting accused of rape. Right. And you're going, how did you fucking make it? But that, you know, it's from ignorance, man. People want to keep you ignorant. Um, speaking of which, SNL may get a weekend update spinoff series. Weekend update is the segment on SNL where they do like the news. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't that interesting. Yeah, I just think, um, <clears throat> while weekend update has become like a iconic segment on Saturday Night Live, the they missed the boat with this like the time for this would have been like when the daily show popped off a few years ago no right? not a few years ago i'm talking about when i was in college it was before uh, that it would have right. been a very 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 long time ago um the reason weekend update can be good is because it's short so if it's bad right. it's just a couple minutes if it's good is you know it's a couple minutes and it makes you want to watch it more yeah um you know uh the other problem is there's too much competition now Way like too much. we're looking at a market where you know you have samantha b you have trevor noah mm-hmm. seth myers uh the uh, john oliver mm-hmm. uh you have a whole lot of like for lack of better terms uh comedic news um outlets at this point why the fuck would you need another one and specifically one that already has an audience on um, every saturday like people are, i don't think people are looking for you outside of that and they want to do like a weekly show um and maybe it's because they're trying to capitalize off the fact they're getting popularity now because they're picking on donald trump every week and people are tuning in for that just to, to see trump get roasted yeah but they're not gonna tune in for no extra shit it's like oh i got to tune in again Mm-mm. yeah and you know i i just don't know that they have the ability to make it um i don't know i just can't imagine it being a good weekend spinoff i think they want to do something with michael Che why they have him because it was like a bidding war to get him and shit but even then it's like uh, are people really being like oh my god this weekend update sketch like when i whenever i see people talk about saturday night live they're always like this sketch 
but they're never like the weekend update oh my god you see this one right and all jokes aside i do not trust you enough Mm-hmm. to believe that you would hire a creative enough staff and allow them to have the freedom to do what what they need to do to make the shit funny and relevant i i do i don't trust you okay yeah i, I mean i don't i don't watch saturday night live every week but when i watch it i mean it's consistent there's the shit i've watched and it's been going through a, a good like a high point right now it's True. they had the dave Chappelle episode they had tom hanks episode uh every week there's at least one sketch that people are talking about i just like i said i don't think i think the market's too saturated for this to become a thing that people tune into every week right and and somebody behind the chat room good point it's a hit or miss i'm like you that's what i'm saying when it's bad it's six minutes when it's good it's six minutes like that's a there's a there's a a double side to brevity like when it's short it actually makes people want more when it's long and not good um it'll change things you Mm -hmm. know so coming up with 30 funny minutes a week is a little bit different you know yes it is uh plus there's a lot of punchline 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 one hit one hit you know changing that to 30 minute format it might not be might not be as good you know or at least put it this way you'd have to lower the quality on some of these jokes because obviously they cut tons and tons of shit every week to get that hot 15 10 minutes or whatever to, to to then turn it into a 30 minute show every week uh and then would it still be on the saturday night live show as well like you know it could be a lot but anyway we'll see because like yeah. i said they, they have they they're gonna feel the need to do something with some of these people um with michael che specifically because like i said there's a bit and war to get them um process server is suing tiger and got because he got beat up while serving legal documents uh process servers are the people that serve you with lawsuits uh to tell you like hey like you've been served yeah all oh, them people okay and one of them says he was attacked by goons while trying to serve tiger with legal papers ah, so you too and they have back in november as tiger was walking out of his bir- into his birthday celebration at the penthouse nightclub in west hollywood the server says he was handing tiger the paperwork when he was grabbed yanked pulled and choked by tiger's crew tiger then tossed the papers to the ground the process server is now adding to the list of Tiger's legal troubles by taking the rapper to court. Now, who's going to serve him those documents? The server refers to Tiger as a minor celebrity known more for his social life than his music. Ha! <laughs> um, that, that, that's true. I don't ever think I've heard a Tiger song. Um, he got that song with Kanye out now. With that one. With one. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember the name of it, so did it happen? It, it, yeah. I don't remember the name off the top of my head. All right. Alternative facts. (laughs) All right. Merriam-Webster has added a bunch of words to the dictionary, more than a thousand new words. Mm Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the times. You you were upset at them adding words to the dictionary. Okay. What what words did they add? Throw shade, side eye, binge watch. Okay. I like, you know, binge watch, I like that one. I mean, they're words people already use. Now maybe they'll stop being squiggly lines on my iPhone. iPhone. Uh, So they said online media is a much faster medium than print and we're now able to adapt and add these entries in a way that makes sense. Miriam Webster's editor-at-large Peter Sokolowski uh, told BuzzFeed News, why should we hold back? It's about time. Right, because, you know, so for those people that get the uh, hardback version, your version will will be updated pretty soon, but everybody else gonna go ahead and get the update uh they said if you want to know how the words get added um they get measured 
um by three benchmarks frequent use widespread use and meaningful use um if i follow a lot of social media mm. well i mean it just depends on you know if it's a term like they like some of it's like meaningful use so like if this became a term in the medical industry then uh, something they might okay, throw okay, that okay. in there even though a whole lot of people aren't using it but the people who are using it it has a meaning it's you know i i i see what you're saying so they go across the board with a lot of different genres and say okay these are the words that we've seen an increase of that previously were not in there let's add these regardless of it might not be something that everybody uses as far as like common language but it needs to be added mm-hmm. okay that now that makes more sense and actually it makes them more adaptable and adjustable to adding words too because i think before it was a slow process <coughs> to add words because you would have people use these words and these phrases and shit it might take them for five six years to add certain words but you'd be like we've been using the words forever yep they also added words uh from the today's political climate they have been in the pipeline for a long time like scotus truther okay. and microaggression just some examples they got potus in now i don't know karen i don't have all thousand words in front of me oh my bad mm-hmm. uh so yeah they uh there are some words from the past that are now getting added because of our director of defining said let's wait on let's wait a year on this and we're we're the dictionary we're not controversial uh ghost as a verb and facepalm were also new terms that were added what do you mean ghost as a verb to ghost to be out to peace to leave oh, okay okay uh facepalm obviously shaking your head so yeah cool yeah, man catch up with the times dog yeah. get used to this internet yeah and about time y'all i'm old i didn't know what floaters and potus was for a long time I was like, what the fuck are they talking about oh okay but that's old for me Mm -hmm. the dictionary need to be on top of me being old is a whole different thing Mm -hmm. uh yeah florida's first (laughs) first lady of the united states and president of the united states is potus uh car passengers would have to carry id under a new bill this is phoenix arizona uh you could go to jail you go to jail for four months if you get caught without an id as a passenger in a car and a new law proposal if a new law proposal passes but you're not fucking driving why should it matter representative anthony kern uh introduced hb 2305 this week it's not a new law rather the potential revival of one a judge ruling from a court case back in 2002 struck down the law forcing passengers to provide evidence of the person's identity calling it too vague to enforce current law law only requires a driver of a vehicle to carry a driver's license which serves as evidence of identity yeah it's funny because police don't really give a fuck about this anyway mm-hmm. like already if they pull you out the car they'll be like oh and what about you who are you let me see your id you know they already do that shit and it does you know unless you're one of those sir 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 i know the law and i know my rights that are, like you unless you want yeah, yeah those white people because you know black people they just hit you upside the head and be like nigga this nigga was crazy All right and show us your id boy come on and a lot of that is it they want to crack down on uh brown people mm-hmm. that's what that boiled down to it's 100 percent of what it is right so um i'm not driving a vehicle i should not be required to have my driver's license on person mm-hmm. uh police officers need to know who they're talking to we want to clarify it in the statute to passengers also said kern referring to the previous ruling which resulted in the dropping of p- p- possession of drugs charges for a suspect who was arrested as a passenger for not having a valid id and was not wearing a seatbelt. 
uh how this may affect minors was not immediately clear the text of hb 2305 does not directly address the detail <sighs> you know this is really just about pulling over brown people and being like uh you you were in this country legally boy and all that shit they just gonna they're gonna pull it over like crazy and ask for identification for everybody in your vehicles now on yeah that's all that boils down to no strike that shit now because that's simple if you're not driving that car who gives a fuck and it's a lot of adults that don't have valid driver licenses mm-hmm. they don't drive so they feel like why should i have a driver's license um and we and we know that our um that that some of these people are corruptible and shit too, you know. So they're gonna have an excuse to pull you over, harass you. Who knows what else they're gonna make the state money. Hmm. One way to wait to save money because once they pull you over, right. here's a ticket, here's a fee. You can't pay. We're gonna put out one for your arrest, and you probably can't pay that. They do catch it, they gonna throw you in jail. Then you're gonna have to get a, a lawyer. Like yeah, it, and we know who's gonna possibly probably get stopped most of the time. Right, you know just like you know the law doesn't say to pull over brown people more often but it does but it ends up being that way you know uh even when the percentages are less likely for those people to have any offending charges uh the the police still end up pulling them over the most of the time uh ice ice agent ice agent raided korean restaurant in exchange for free food from a rival lawsuit claims in july 2013 homeland security investigators raided a popular las vegas korean supper club detaining its employees for intense hour-long investigate interrogations according to a lawsuit they were acting under orders of an immigration and customs enforcement special agent who portrayed it as a place of prostitution and human trafficking then with no federal court order or approval from the judge the ice special agent forced the restaurant owners then fiance to wear an electronic tracking device on her ankle for six months claiming he had the legal authority to monitor her as long as he liked uh authorities never found the owners of the restaurant club yamang responsible for the crimes in fact the lawsuit brought by those owners claimed that the ice special agent juhan david lee had been harassing the restaurant owners and employees in exchange for copious amounts of free food and drinks at a rival las vegas supper club club sonagi also popular for its korean food music and attractive hostesses lee and the owner of the club sonagi has the plan to drive club yamang out of business and into financial ruin to benefit club sonagi the lawsuit claims wow for some for some food bro it must have been good in return lee would allegedly consume expensive whiskey and food at club sonagi generating tabs between a thousand to twenty five hundred dollars an evening without without ever having to pay up the restaurant employee said it was commonly known that lee would never be presented with a bill all of his food and drinks would be comped it started becoming more and more apparent to us that this thing was sort of shady all around paul patter a lawyer for the former restaurant owners and employees said in an interview with washington post then in may 2015 lee was indicted in a completely unrelated bribery case in los angeles pleaded guilty months later the details of the case corroborated what we had since regarding lee's ulterior motives potter said the restaurant's co-owners are now suing the federal government seeking at least a hundred thousand dollars in damages for negligence and emotional distress caused by lee's alleged harassment the lawsuit filed this month on behalf of three investors and co-owners and the now wife of the former owner comes after a similar lawsuit filed april on behalf of the restaurant's former owner thomas kim the raid was not supported by legitimate reasons the lawsuit states instead it was based almost entirely upon s.a lee's uh representations and appeal to crash racial ethnic stereotypes of asian clubs as dens of prostitution and human trafficking which sa lee believed other government officials would be susceptible to believing 
course. On one evening, a few weeks before the initial investigation at Club Yamang, Lee got drunk at Club Sonagi and boasted to some of the club's waitresses that he was going to raid Club Yamang. The lawsuit alleges he made no secret of his status as a federal agent while eating at the restaurant. Thomas Kim and his wife, Aja Kim, uh, did not learn until more than a year after the initial raid at their business that Lee's investigation was a complete fabrication. The lawsuit alleged. By then, the damage was done. For months, Lee harassed Thomas, his employees, and investors. He managed to place Aja Kim into a database that would flag her for questioning at airports. So each time she returned to the U.S. from a trip to her native South Korea, she would be detained for questioning for hours. It was very deeply offensive to her. Potter, the lawyer, wow. said two of the restaurant co-owners, a married couple, also ran into similar issues with ICE. Wow. You can play on stereotypes to make people believe the worst about someone, Potter said. It was a storm of all things occurring. Uh, Lee allegedly went to the apartment building of one of Thomas Kim's female employees and questioned her at length in the lobby of the complex within earshot of other residents about prostitution and illicit drug use. He told the woman, a naturalized citizen, that if she didn't cooperate with him, she could lose her citizenship. As a result of the allegations against Club Humane, the business took a significant hit. Thomas Kim told Las Vegas Review Journal that the restaurant lost hundreds of thousands of dollars because of its damaged reputation. The word got out among people in the Asian community and potential customers. It was just not a place people wanted to go. The Kims became so frustrated by the constant surveillance and stalking and the resulting blow to the business that they moved to California two years ago and now the club's under new ownership. Damn. Oh, man. Mm-mm-mm uh meanwhile lee had become a target of a criminal bribery investigation in los angeles march 2012 lee then a special agent in the human trafficking unit of homeland security oh god that's the worst place for somebody like him he interviewed a woman who claimed to be entering the united states to be a sex slave for a korean businessman about a year later lee met with the businessman's attorney and told him that if he paid for his trip he would fly to korea interview the businessman and submit a positive report on his behalf a family member of the man traveled to Los Angeles to give Lee $3,000 in cash. According to court papers, one day later, Lee deposited 1000 in his bank account and bought a plane ticket to Seoul, uh, where his hotel and entertainment were also paid for by the businessman. Lee solicited a second bribe for $100,000 to make immigration issues go away. He eventually received about six to $8,000 in cash. After returning to the U.S., Lee filed an entry into the law enforcement database stating that although the businessman was suspected of human trafficking the case was closed because of a lack of evidence but after another agent alerted internal investigators about mr lee's interference in another case his record was investigated and he was charged with bribery uh, he pleaded guilty december 2015 to one count of bribery in july he was sentenced to 10 months in prison by u.s district judge michael du- that's it wow michael w fitzgerald who called the bribery a very very grave crime um wow uh and apparently however grave it was not isolated a recently published review by the new york times of thousands of court records and internal agency documents showed that over the last 10 years almost 200 employees and contract workers of the department of homeland security have been taking nearly 15 million dollars in bribes right it completely makes sense so when you know niggas be like hey something ain't right like like here in the united states people claim that shit all the time and not trying funny it's fucking ignored you know Mm -hmm. money exchanging hands you know you don't pay people enough people you know they they're getting paid minimal uh money a lot of the time so either they they find loopholes in the systems and ways to get around and they know they're not going to be prosecuted or if they are prosecuted it's going to be for minimal shit 
and so you I give do. a lot of federal agents all this power and it seems to be unchecked like who's watching them right so what i lose my job so what i get kicked off the force for for a lot of them depending on what they're doing the millions of dollars they make is a drop in the bucket compared to them losing their job or even if they go to jail for a lot of them and that's what if they go to jail for a lot of them it's not gonna make a difference yeah wow Right, and and that's a shame, and I feel bad for the people in their family because he did that shit for you. You got on a fucking list, and she can flag going back and forth. You basically ruined their business. Mm-hmm. You know how scared you gotta be to step in the airport every time you know you get on a plane. You gotta get two to three hours of interrogation. Right, just mapping in but, your timing. Yep. <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go around the globe we find different articles and we see if they make us feel fucked with and we score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 on the fucking with black people scale today's contestants everybody yeah that's that's for the 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 Asian, Korean, decent people who just talking about y'all too, because y'all been fucked with too. I thought we was already playing. Y'all, it's a hundred. Uh, well, we'll see. You know, for them it was a hundred. Mm-hmm. I'm mad for them. George Lopez is in the news. This nigga. Uh, he apparently cussed out a fan who didn't appreciate his black uh, anti-black joke. Um, um, for some reason, who 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 could possibly know why they would? feel uncomfortable about that oh wait i just had to go out for a second mm-hmm. uh i had to reset my chrome earlier so apparently uh it, it, it made me have to add the screen share thing again just give me one second i'll be right back mm-hmm. all right i should be back in like there i go all right, so I just wanted to show you guys so you can see it as well. George Lopez, uh, well, they got the video from TMZ. Uh, this is the actual, the joke he was telling. There's still two rules in the fucking Latinos family. Don't marry somebody black. And don't park in front of our house. all right so if you heard the first part the joke he said there's only two rules in the latino house never marry somebody black and don't park in front of our house and uh apparently now I, you can't even really see it honestly because it's so dark yeah uh, but there's a woman who's in the front row that put up her middle fingers when he said this yeah if he hadn't done it, we wouldn't have even known she was there yeah uh she stood up and put her middle fingers up and yeah i wouldn't have known unless he said something and don't park in front of our house <laughs> sit your fucking ass down sit your fucking ass down sit your i'm talking bitch sit your fucking ass down now she did sit down and then he walked towards her and that's when he's like i'm talking bitch sit your fucking ass down all right
get the fuck out. I'll tell you what, I'll make the choice for you. Get the fuck out of here. So security comes over to escort her out. So, um, zero to a hundred, Karen? A hundred. And I have several things to say about this right here. Um, and this is just my personal opinion. Number one, I don't think you're funny. Mm-hmm. Number two, um, when you talked about it, it's a lot of comedians that make crash jokes and and i don't have i don't have a problem with with them at all Mm -hmm. um i don't agree with all jokes that are presented to me and a lot of times like we're talking about a lot of times comedians will say these crash things and then form like they're telling the story so they're forming something around well i mean joke diagramming clearly he was in the premise of whatever the joke was right like that was a setup like it wasn't the actual punchline or like whatever he was without even knowing the context of the joke you could just tell it was there's only two there's only two rules in latino house and it's this this and this and and then you know he was going to go into something about that right Right. normally that's how it starts and there's many 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 comedians good and bad that basically use offense to set up a premise so like the premise it sounds offensive and then the rest of the joke is them unworking the offense um which is a proven technique not everyone right. can do it Mm-mm. um but you know it's like how you can have a bunch of white people that are your fans and you're a black comedian you come out and you like and you can be like man you know we only got two rules in the black house don't marry no white woman and don't park in front of my house right now that's not the end of the joke obviously but then it's whatever you're gonna go into that relates to that you know um and so whatever the premise was though it's already obviously an anti-black terrorist lot there you can be latino and be anti-black you mean you can be black and be anti-black right um she stood up and gave him the middle fingers to be honest that's a response that from those words that he said doesn't sound so fucking outlandish and i'm not saying it on some like um she should stand up and, and and interrupt the show like she didn't say shit she just stood up with her middle fingers he honestly should have ignored it or he should have made a joke out of it right um because you know it's just easier said than done because uh i mean it's easier to just keep moving than to do what he did because when you do what he did you're not joking anymore you're not being funny anymore the, the, you literally are kicking them out you are upset at them you are mad and i'm sure whenever he tells his side of this if he tells his side of this it's gonna be something about how she's a bitch and she probably had been talking the whole show or something you know something he's not gonna say he's not gonna say the truth which is he just got annoyed in that moment and lost his control and kicked her out of the show because he felt insecure and exposed for a second you know um so I, I think that's when when we talk about the the kind of joke, the setup of a joke, 
that's the only thing that in that situation that kind of quote unquote matters to the context which is yeah you can say some shit on 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 people say it all the time something on stage that you're like wow that's fucked up but then the joke is i'm working it out you know i think bill barr had a a set where one of the jokes was like well having black people run out of things to complain about obviously when you first hear that you're like whoa then he starts making the joke and he breaks it down like movie by movie and the last the latest movie they have is a movie about swimming and like that's the you know what i mean like we're we're down to swimming like you're out of movies like that like the joke is funny and obviously i'm paraphrasing i'm leaving a lot out but the joke acquits itself basically you can do that i'm not saying that george lopez is that funny to me that he could do it um or that he even was going to the point is you did start with an offensive point you knew that when you set your joke up to then go bitch get the fuck out that's when i'm like okay that's on you right because the thing is you spoke on a good thing uh, we've been to comedians uh we've been to comedy shows and we've seen people here before and everybody handles it differently yeah some people ignore and right. then some people take it and they form a, a joke a, about it right, yeah right which, which is which is two completely different ways to handle this my thing is it got to the point where it became personal and that and, and, and <coughs> that's where the problem came in Number one, you called this woman out of her name, an audience member that nobody would have even known she was there off of the video. You pointed out something that otherwise that most people would not have even seen because the way this was shot, you're up on stage with the lights on. Right. You want to flex your power and flex your authority. And like you said, all of a sudden, it becomes less about your comedy and more about her actions and people protesting. Yeah. And and, and the thing is, people have the right to protest your she comedy. Paid, she paid for them tickets to get in the front row to see your show right whether she's a never heard of you before or whether she's the biggest fan in the world you know if her doing that shit could have easily been ignored and you could have did your whole set with her holding her middle fingers up and it would have been just fine but he felt attacked in that moment and decided to make a big deal out of it and he came out looking like a jackass right and the thing is um every comedian handles this you know differently like i say she didn't come at you she didn't attack you like like she wasn't yelling and screaming at you yeah. you know so you know like, I like say, i've seen people interrupt the show before right where they're yelling you can hear them through the mic you can hear them in the audience and you're like oh god this person has to go because they're not it's like they're not going to let the show go on right that's not what happened no and so 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 it's it's not it's not the same and something we talked about before in my opinion which was the most offensive the only only reason why you thought you had the right and the authority to call her out her name and call her a bitch is because she was black i'm gonna tell you right now the number one people who fucking get drunk get drunk braid the comedians act a motherfucking fool are white women if she was a white woman up there these motherfuckers clapping for you would have goddamn booed you you'd have let becky up there drunk with her friends uh uh uh, uh stick her middle finger up there's no way in the world you'd have called becky a bitch and out her name and kick yeah, them out for the record they may have I'm, i mean i've seen hecklers where they call like women clints and shit like sexism is sexism um and a woman acting up immediately revokes that evokes that response from a lot of men on stage a lot of people on stage to silence them with sexism like oh i'm gonna call you a cunt you know there's an episode of louis that start that was about that you know um 
because there you know there is this disdain for your you're disrespecting my art i'm on stage presenting a story and you're interrupting the story that's you know that's like this defensive mechanism they have thing is you got a live audience you know that that can happen the result that you had was kicking her out um which it, i mean honestly it didn't even have to be like that because no. i feel like he escalated the situation with the sit the fuck down bitch and so then what am i supposed to do oh i guess i'll sit down and i'll be it'll be funny after this like now you call me a bitch like fuck you too you know um so that was part of it um right and here's okay and i'm not saying that he would not have kicked her out I'm he might have called her a bitch too i've seen them disrespect okay. white women before like the thing is the white women i've seen them disrespect were doing way more shit that's the they thing. were being they were they will be openly being like that's not funny right. jokes about abortion aren't funny or something like that and then they're like well f- shut the fuck up kind or whatever we we had daniel um taj dude right. he got heckled by some white woman and he talked about rape and jokes or something and so like it, it's not it's not that it's exclusive to black women with them disrespecting what they disrespect a lot of women uh just strictly on the face of gender it's an easy go-to insult as soon as they see a woman speaking up or something right Mm -hmm. fine okay that happens it's not right it's fucked up and it's typically a loss of control right Right. especially if you can't make it funny which this was not being funny it was just kicking her out okay he fucked up I, i i think him fucking up was fucked up enough my problem is i seen a whole bunch of people defending this motherfucker right um and i know the reason that they defended it is because it was a black woman right now that was different because because like people rally around like when a white woman goes to a daniel ty show and heckles him and then he makes a joke about rape and she gets kicked out there's blog posts there's fucking hashtags there's you know we gonna cancel him and all this shit when george lopez does this there's a bunch of well you need to sit down and watch the show what's she even doing at the show if she don't want like yo dog i didn't buy a ticket expecting this motherfucker to uh to just be able to do anything you know what i mean like that if i don't like if if you say something like uh don't bring black people home when you get married to them and one of them flips you off expect it like who like i guess he gets to do that joke a lot of times where there's maybe no black people in the room and he just it it is he's heavily dependent on that crowd or whatever but yeah it's i mean it i don't find it to be so outlandish that somebody would be like you know i wouldn't be surprised somebody would be like man fuck you nigga or something back to him all right and like you said they do uh, comedians do this thing called quote unquote uh you tell me called walking the room where they just yeah do the most offensive shit and people walk people out. walk the room but here's right. the thing here's the thing that audience ganged up you know like even like part of me believes that that's connected to the fact it's a black woman right that was a white woman it'd be like oh poor her you know what i mean like they wouldn't allow like it would Mm -hmm. be more like wow really wow this is fucked boo what are you doing you know maybe or maybe if it was a latino woman because you know his audience is heavy latino like so maybe in that in that space maybe even a white woman they'd be like oh fuck this bitch right um here's the thing though seeing people defend it especially black men that shit was so whack like the just the becky avatar slash white man you know just the <laughs> someone with a white woman 
uh in in they out in they cover talking about how this black woman deserved what she got when she really didn't do shit um and here's the reason i know that it's specifically because it's black woman when a black woman that people decided that it was okay to go with her because i remember when michael richard the guy you know is kramer uh i remember his stand up shut up 50 years ago you had you upside down with a fucking fork up your ass <laughs> you can talk you can talk you can talk your brain now with a fucking rose ass out he's a nigger he's a nigger he's a nigger oh my god a nigger look there's a nigger It shocks you, it shocks you to see what's buried beneath your stupid motherfuckers. What was it called for? It's not called for you there on my ass, you cheap motherfuckers. You guys have been talking and talking and talking. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. This guy's going what? What's the matter? Is it too much for you to handle? He's that coming. now see in this case whole room walked out whole room dog. whole room was like this dude is out of control this isn't even funny he's obviously wrong the targets were black men and in that case it was easy to oh he's clear he's calling him the n-word clearly this is offensive as opposed to calling the black woman a bitch um oh no not par for the course that's fine i mean she was standing out i mean she has yeah, to be called he, something he could have called a nigga they still would have defended it right nobody defended this the only people that defended this were white people right and what did they say well they were interrupting the show oh well they have they they say nigga in their music they can't i mean you know i actually had black people in my mentions today saying shit like well people say niggas in the Migos song but then a bitch in Migos song but then George Lopez called you a bitch you want to get attitude uh that ain't the same not not even close to the same it's not even close to the same first of all let's first of all let's just make it the same what would be the same is because I don't think she went to the show expecting George Lopez not to say bitch Mm-mm. she went to the show expecting not to be called a bitch right so let's so let's so let's kill it this way that would be like the Migos literally stop in the middle of the show and calling you a bitch and having you kicked out of the show that's what the equivalent would be and yes people would be upset if that happened to them so if we're keeping it equal yes both cases people would be upset two um we gotta stop making excuses for people that are either racist or misogynistic or homophobic as as if they get that from some other source than 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 themselves like they're not the arbiter of their own behavior you're a professional comedian dog you're paid to talk you understand that there can be interruptions there can be impromptu shit it's like jazz some nights like 
you never know what the fuck's gonna happen yeah dog um it's not so fucking uh outlandish to think you shouldn't be calling people a bitch and kicking them out the show because they don't like your joke you know yeah like it's not it's not so crazy to think and i guarantee it's not because george lopez listens to snoop dog because they always run to that shit when it's i uh i miss remember when i miss called uh the the basketball team at i want to say it was records or something but he called the women's basketball team nappy headed hoes mm-hmm. and people was like well you know they let snoop dog say it and like snoop dog that's not how i miss wasn't listening to snoop dog and accidentally let it slip out like stop providing cover when it's black women when it's black women everybody got a fucking excuse and that's the thing when it and that's in the group like in the group everybody got an excuse now outside of the group when it's right when it's kramer calling black men niggers there's no excuse within our group there everyone's like yeah dog, that's fucked up a hundred percent everybody's no no he was out of control he was out of line disrespectful what the fuck did they expect i don't care if they were heckling you don't call people nigger easy just easy to understand this shit got super oh no i mean y'all will watch empire but y'all it's just stupid shit just stupid shit it's not the same motherfuckers will fit in a fit they will defend anything that is aimed at targeting and harassing black women come on they'll just um, automatically jump to defend it there's not even a thought process it's just mental gymnastics it's the same way that when an innocent black person is shot by the police everyone j- makes mental gymnastics to justify that bullet oh i mean he was high on weed that doesn't even make sense i don't care it's just a, a reason to distract from the point that this this shit shouldn't have happened <sighs> anyway man a uh, hundred for me man oh yeah 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 he he, he gets a one like i already thought he wasn't very funny anyway right. but i always tr- attributed it to just the fact that his shit isn't for me and i'm sure he kills within his own demographic and shit because you know half the shows in spanish and shit and i don't know you know like i can recognize when something's just not for me um uh, and i definitely wouldn't have paid for tickets to anything of his i wouldn't have gone to anything of his. like i get it it's not for me and you know i understand he's trying to be like uh you know like he's serving his he's super serving his demo there's nothing wrong with that um but if i did go on the off chance and this nigga was set up there and made jokes about black people for a half hour yeah i might be like fuck him and leave you know what i mean i'm not required to find you funny no just like no one's required to like our podcast no one's required to find you not offensive you know and if you want and, and the thing i'll give him credit for he stands behind his shit like he tweeted some old like get out or you can either get out or you can laugh or whatever cool you you that allow me to hate you thank you appreciate you not giving some weak ass apology that right. you didn't believe me stand behind don't waste yeah. time let's not go through these circles for non non-apology yeah he doesn't feel like he can be injured by black people who don't support him right um and maybe he can't i mean that's his demo that's why you have your demographic you know there's certain things we can say on this show that i don't have to be like man i hope so-and-so don't get mad because i'm like we got our people you know <clears throat> so at any rate yeah 100 for me you yeah, yeah, he he, he get a hundred. We've seen too many comedians navigate this situation flawlessly, or better with this. This it, the situation becomes a non-situation. Mm-hmm. And my thing is for him, all jokes aside, you've been doing this for way too. You're not new at this shit, dog. You've been doing this for too many years, right? Um, Kofi Cerebo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, you guys might know him as Ralph Angel from the show um, Queen Sugar. Uh-huh. 
he uh said on twitter my beautiful mother is every reason i need to cherish love and protect my sisters nobody will ride for you like a black woman period uh what's wrong why you been fuck with black people oh I, well that wasn't the end okay uh then claire palmer a white woman responded at kofi cerebo really all good moms do things no matter the creed or color and kofi responded uh to her um with uh let me get to the image uh he responded back with a, a longer post that says uh black women built the pedestal i'll continue to put them on it and then he had this picture that had it's like a screenshot of a longer uh you know message that he had mm-hmm. and it said i can't count the number of awards and publications that single out white women to praise on a daily basis with no rebuttals from black women you better come on instead of complaining my job is to do the same for my mother and sisters specifically and unapologetically just because an award show isn't called the white entertainment awards it doesn't mean that it's not that's not what it is right. a few sprinkles of black entertainers isn't satisfactory and quite frankly it's disrespectful america's past will tell you that my black skin has what my black skin is meant to them america's present will tell you what my black skin still means to them therefore it's now my responsibility to celebrate and praise that same black skin and yes it is a very conscious and deliberate effort i shouldn't have to think twice when it comes to uplifting my black women the same way no other race thinks twice when it comes to theirs you better come on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and the thing is he's like dog i'm dark i'm very dark i've been mm-hmm. like he going i devil racism and i'm not running away from it and bitch you ain't coming over here taking the glory for them get the fuck out of here yeah it's like that time i was i said uh the steve harvey tweet about um black women be saving us even when we don't want to like because his major e harvey told his ass not to go to inauguration and some white dude was like well really all wise i said i said black wise no i didn't say i didn't say all wise right I was, i'm being specific in my praise because i specifically mean something if you want to praise white women they're praised daily all the time trust me they're not wanting for confidence but if you want to go do that go do that no one's stopping you right and, and it's and it's sad when it comes to black people and brown people you got to be like i said what i said i called the group out for a specific reason don't come over here making it about some fucking all lives matter because right. it doesn't matter in this situation i'm particularly talking about black women because for some reason any time that black women get credit or praise or glory for any work that they goddamn do somebody has got to come and say something sideways (coughs) and 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 what what's something fucked up when it come to us you won't allow us to celebrate us Mm -hmm. you won't allow our men to celebrate us you won't allow society to celebrate us anything that does not center around white people white people fucking shed white tears and i'm to the point where i'm fucking tired of your white ass tears because all this said was what about me bitch go get your praise somewhere else you get praise all the time publicly mm-hmm. all the time it might not be directly at you but in general there's not a lacking of white women praise it's just not mm-hmm. um so i'll uh, zero to a hundred oh zero for him 100 for her mm, i could agree with that uh lena dunham is in the news for what lena lena dunham lena lena dunham lena lena dunham 
Lena Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham. Dun dun Lena Dunham. Dun dun. I don't know what she did, but I. Lena Lena Dunham. She come up and ain't never good. Uh, she got interviewed by THR and she was defending her um show because uh, the new season's out, so she's been on the interview rounds and she says the race stuff blew up first. The show star and creator recounted the second night we aired was the first time i met my boyfriend musician jack antonoff we were on a blind date i had been metabolizing the criticism all week and i made a really really dumb joke that i'm perfectly fine to repeat now because i was fucking 25 and i said no one would be calling me a racist if they knew how badly i wanted to fuck drake he said don't say that in public that's not going to help you i just didn't get it i was like i have three the three most annoying white friends and i'm making a tv show about it mm. well karen zero to hundred you come and street clean for it and say how she the best thing ever final round <laughs> cook that nigga, nigga, nigga. go ahead Karen cook her <laughs> y'all know how I feel about her I don't got it for her at all cause everything she says is fucking dumb and stupid like yeah. every, everything that comes out of her mouth and if anything else okay you were 25 and somebody tells you not your publicist somebody t- they told you that for a goddamn reason and then you so goddamn oblivious you're talking about me and my white friends and that's the fucking problem how come um here's my thing right how is this any different than bill maher who says racist shit and then goes i fuck black women <laughs> like it's the same like i if they knew how much i wanted a black dick they know i wasn't racist i don't give a fuck about you on um, black dick yeah you fetishizing uh some black some half black canadian dude is not exactly uh the underground railroad sis no. it's not exactly the same mm-hmm. no yeah right and it, you know it's one of those things where it, it shows your ignorance because a lot of white women force black dudes to fuck them so what are you talking about against their will so what are you talking about here honey what are you talking about mm-hmm. yeah all I, I, I know is uh i well, first of all they probably don't even have to force these next but um what i do know is this you putting that extra like pressure on black dudes uh as as like this uh get out of jail free card like black sex is this get out of jail free card for people um yeah it doesn't mean shit you can fetishize and not respect somebody's humanity and still want to fuck them right and when i meant that i mean like in history it, yeah historically yes right yeah. right it, so, so that's what i'm saying you don't know your history so when you look at it you go okay this fantasy this is nothing new this yeah and the fact that she's saying this after she was educated by xnlv or whatever his name is so xlmb she learned shit no. it was just some pr mm-hmm. shit to get out of it everybody gets a, a signal boost from it everybody gets written about for it end of the day nobody learns shit she won't be called to the carpet for this and it just goes about business as usual she ain't learn right. shit right and that's why i don't trust you right. i don't trust you i do not trust you because your track record has shown me you don't care you have a blind spot you're not willing to learn and it's just one of those things where it goes okay 
we all understand that you don't respect the community. You even stand, understand that you don't respect the community. Just because you want to fuck the community don't mean you respect the community. Right. You could tell me you was a lesbian and you wanted to fuck black women. It still does not mean that you want to accept uh, the community. Because every time the community calls you out on your flaws, we have to deal with um, you telling them that they don't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say it's one of the things where, like, we don't never hear nothing coming out from her saying that, well, you know, I've learned or, or, or just saying things from a more educated space. Like, we, we, we never get this, this turnaround because my thing is that it's not that she can't change. She doesn't want to change. And those are two completely, you know, different things. But in America, it allows women, but particularly white women, uh, <coughs> white people, but particularly white women, to be in these bubbles a lot of times where they could be oblivious and obtuse to everything because no matter what they do, they can always retreat back to their whiteness. Okay, oblivious and obtuse. I see you, dog. Um, but yeah, zero to hundred. Oh yeah, she 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 almost on the one hundred list because right, we, we don't, we, she, she like a perennial hundred, right? Because it don't never be like Crazy. you know. Because the thing is. She ought to be Linda in white people news. You know, we seen right. Linda Dunham walking down the street, petting her dog. We seen, you know, yeah. Linda, Linda, you She's know. taking a shit and sending selfies to somebody. And I could deal with that. Right. Like, 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 like that's where, that's kind of funny. That's where she needs to be. But every time she's brought up, it's some fuck shit that you've said or did, or, or it's, it's always mm-hmm. something swirling around you. So, and it's you. And my thing is this, every time the new season starts up, we go through this cycle with her. I don't know if anybody realized this, but every time it's time. Yeah, well, she, it's because she's doing press. And also, the reason it's more acute right now is because remember, she had to take like a hiatus after she had that book come out and, you know, it was found out like, uh, she was alleged to have falsely accused some dude of rape and ruined his life. And then also she was, uh, wrote some stuff about putting pebbles up her sister's vagina and outing her sister. And like, these are cute stories to her. And people went, you sound like a fucking horrible person. Like nothing about you is cute to everybody. And, and, and she doesn't even realize it because that's what privilege does is privilege makes you feel like, well, aren't I being adorable? And everybody's like, no, we don't like you. You sound horrible. The things that you think are adorable are sound, you sound like a fucking entitled nightmare. So, uh, yeah, I think, but yeah, I've had stories about her for white people news, but just few and far between compared to like it's like every other article is also her saying some stupid shit right because also she's outspoken and wants to be like such a like outspoken woman's rights type person but when you're so blind to so much other shit you can't help but step into stuff you know like it's like uh it's like people that want to speak out for blackness but they're also homophobic and misogynistic like yes every time you speak out for some pro-blackness you also can't help but have some bullshit come out your mouth that's her but for women like yeah i think we need to do this and the women's march is great and da 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 and then just on the back end i wanted to fuck drake so you know i'm not racist it's like ah oh, god damn what like you almost right. had it just shut up yeah two steps forward and three steps back it's like every time you say something you say some other shit that almost negates everything all the words that you just said and you're like oh come on right it's one of those things where you know we were going <laughs> I mean, I really went rooting for you, but I mean, damn, I'm, I'm, I'm not out here, you know, just actively burn the world down around you either. You know, all I mm-hmm. ask is just to be left alone. But every time you come up, it's like you fucking with me, dog. Yep. <coughs> Maybe she got a broken pussy. She might. Maybe. 
maybe that's the problem maybe it really maybe it's dry as hell maybe it really smell broken pussy uh white louisiana judge is banned from a local restaurant after reportedly calling a black patron a fat nigger Mm, well that seems like a bannable offense louisiana judge mike Uh mike Er i like that he's banned from a restaurant we're not talking about him being banned from the bench i mean he can still you know he can still preside over cases i mean let's not get carried away i'm sure his uh his judgments will be impartial uh when louisiana judge mike Irwin noticed a man share his seat with a black woman in a crowded baton rouge louisiana establishment sammy's grill february the third Ooh, black history month black history he allegedly spewed you should have to make her get her fat nigger ass up some shit that had nothing to do with you. These people over here just fine sharing this seat. What was she thinking going outside to a restaurant, Karen, if she didn't want to deal with this, okay? This man is eating his meal, trying to do his comedy set, and here she comes, standing up with middle fingers. What's he supposed to say? <laughs> There's only one way to handle the situation. Yeah, so we not, so like you said, we, the, uh, the thing is, you think all black people is niggas, mm-hmm. uh, but that's okay. But what you ain't gonna do it's getting no more of these delicious collard greens. Get the fuck out of here. Kenitra Johnson, a resident of Baton Rouge, shared her traumatic experience in a public Facebook post that's been shared 183 times to date. She went into it even further detail with road collection, stating, I'm halfway on my seat, and the Lyft driver's on the other half of the seat. Then he asked for his jacket. All of a sudden, I hear this older man behind me tell the Lyft driver, you never give up your seat for a nigger. As Johnson and the driver sat side by side, the old man continues, you should have made her get her fat nigger ass up. Johnson says that it was only after police arrived at the scene that she learned a racist white man in question was a judge. Mike Irwin of Louisiana's 19th Judicial District Court. Uh, he must just be ready to retire. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Why would you say that out loud? Neither police officers nor management of Sammy's Grill held Irwin accountable in any way for his words at the time. That has since changed. Now Sammy Grill, Sammy's Grill manager, not the police, uh, said, uh, Andy McKay says, I wasn't there that night, so I can't comment on the details, but I know police were called. I can also tell you that the owner, Sammy Nagum, has made it clear that Judge Irwin is no longer welcome here. We will refuse his business. Do y'all know him? Do he be there all the time? Y'all put this in picture up by the, by the door? I bet you, it wouldn't surprise me if this is somewhere he frequents all the time right for for them to be like nah nigga we're gonna put your face up in or just it's some easy shit to say that's true oh he'll never be back right what he look like i don't yeah. know right right so you might but not but he won't be up in here because we don't tolerate that mm-hmm. uh according to the website uh erwin was an assistant city prosecutor in baton rouge city court from no, the 1979 to 1981 he then served as assistant district attorney uh from 81 to 1994 his election to judicial district court in 1991 so but i'm sure that uh there's no black people that have ever come before him in the in the justice system so zero to 100 karen 100 100 for me as well that was an easy one mm-hmm. um a georgia white supremacist is under fbi investigation after the f after police found evidence of ricin in his car ricin is poison mm-hmm had that ricin in there william christopher gibbs <laughs> a 27 year old man from fannin county georgia is under fbi investigation after driving himself to the hospital last week claiming he had came into contact with the deadly su- substance ricin this motherfucker done poisoned himself y'all had to drive himself to the hospital we trying to force somebody else and end up ended it up 
getting on his ass ricin is uh deadly poison found in castor beans it's obviously illegal to have uh, according for the Centers for Disease Control, Disease Control and Prevention, the substance can come in the form of powder, a mist, or a pellet. It can be dissolved in liquid or just a small amount of it, and just a small amount of it can kill. The CDC notes, it would take a deliberate act to make ricin and use it uh, to poison people. Yeah, the average person, you probably can Google that, but I don't know shit about ricin, so. Yeah, you went out your way. They was like, how the fuck you get this? They don't know how he got it. But according to his Facebook profile, he calls himself a 20, uh, the 27-year-old white man is a member of the Georgia Church of Creativity, CA, is a self-designated white racial loyalist. A profile photo on his account writes in the caption, 100 years from now, when someone finds one of these trees, they, spelled T-H-Y by accident, will know there was once a white race creativity is a white supremacist white separatist movement originally known as the church of the creator according to the southern poverty law center the movement was founded in 1973 by ben Classen, a former one-time florida state legislator Ooh, a lot of racism in the legal system coming up today come on uh shout out to confirmations on the basis of promoting what it sees as the inherent superiority and creativity of the white race the splc also categorized creativity alliance as an active neo-Nazi group in Georgia, white supremacist organizations and movements have been active in Georgia in the year since now President Donald Trump first announced his candidacy on January 28th. White nationalist groups held an alt-right and white nationalist forum at Stone Mountain, Georgia, which anti-fascist organizers in the state plan to counter-organize. The alt-right movement has been described as a mix of racism, white nationalism, and populism, according to Associated Press. Mm-hmm. you know what you was getting that together probably getting ready to go kill yourself some niggas and you fuck around got it on yourself good fuck you mm-hmm. fuck you some random person would end up dying off of this shit because you thought it was a funny or a joke trying to come in because obviously you funny or a do joke something. i mean he's probably gonna poison somebody right and i'm worried now because if they didn't find like where he got it from mm-hmm. then who had it right how'd he come into contact with it what are they planning to do with it there's a lot more questions he's being held in jail right now uh, but I'm sure they're still asking questions because that can't be the end of it. Mm-mm. Unless somebody out here poisoning white supremacists, you know, because they they the real terrorists and they don't get no fucking the you know White House releasing terror reports they went underreported and just is not including white dudes with that these lone wolves, right? Anyway, a hundred for me, even though I'm glad he the one that got poisoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah uh actor from atlanta lakeith stanfield doesn't appreciate anyone disrespecting black women come on come through darius you guys might know him as darius on atlanta yeah we two for two for niggas like nah what you ain't gonna do listen niggas need to make this shit cool right you know what i mean tired of being out here by myself i need more vocal ass niggas out here like fuck this man you're not gonna talk down to our women man like these motherfuckers provided us with life and here you are just sitting in their basement elbows full of ash typing on the computer shitting on them like come on man <laughs> jesus it doesn't take that much to be appreciative mm, lotion is cheap dog i, I, I send you a bottle so he put he, he uploaded a video to facebook uh i mean to i'm sorry to youtube um uh monday uh he claimed he recently had to call out a driver for criticizing black women in front of him he said the driver continued to make rude remarks before he learned the actor was not the one to engage in such a crude conversation some dude one of the drivers who takes us from point, <coughs> to point b on this project that i'm working on was like yo black women 
they're the hardest to deal with, man. They 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 the fuck they're the most fucked up version of a woman you can have. I say, whoa, 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 you know, you you talking to the wrong person, man. Because as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, it's the most beautiful aspect of black women is that they've been through the most shit you could go through in this country. You know what I mean? They really have been through the most shit, and that's a beautiful thing. That's something that you um that 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 should empower you to be a better version than what the fuck you are. Instead of having you feel beat down by it, it empowers you to be better. So the woman that's been through the most, that's the one I want on my side. Because then she understand, when I go through some shit, she know how to deal with the shit because she done been through it all. And that's a beautiful thing. Don't ever throw them in the back burner like they fucked up because you can't understand what the fuck they went through. That's bitch nigga shit. And I can't re- <laughs> Come on, dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um... Like, but that, you know, once again, like, sad that that's a, um, uncommon point of view. But, um, Family road trip. No, don't, what are you doing? No, don't do that. Stop. Uh, but it's sad that that's a common point of view, to be honest. Uh, but on some real shit, though, it, like, I'm not requiring everybody to have the right black academic words to describe the shit, but, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, because t- a lot of times, outside of this space when i talk about shit like this i i talk to niggas like i talk to niggas like i don't have to like i don't code switch or anything and, right but you had these moments where you're like what the fuck is wrong with you because i've like i've talked about it on this show before and every time i talk about it like there's always this contingent of people that's like no no that doesn't really happen or black men don't do that despite everything i've read on twitter and shit those niggas don't really exist or they don't really talk like that according to the you know people that don't want to face this reality uh no matter what black women say about their own experience nobody wants to admit that this shit is real nobody wants it no matter how i can talk about my personal life and how the shit has happened to me multiple times where black people white people have just assumed that i would be against black women it's like that's how prevalent it is that they can look at somebody and just be like well obviously you would be you would be with me on trashing these black women right Mm -hmm. i don't have to test anything i don't have to ask a question just you know uh serena williams like a man right she's a gorilla and i'm supposed to go oh okay yeah i guess so dummy you know (laughs) like just without no 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 need for context or anything right well that that's you know that happens this driver don't know him like that you know what I mean? Like, he just went, he just was like, because uh, 90% of the time, if it's a black man in the car, I can say that shit, and, and there's a lot of black men who will go along with it, or they'll if they disagree, they won't say shit. Right, right. And also, it's one of those things, but I don't know what it is about you or how you present yourself, but even when it comes um, to me, because my name is very generic, like, a lot of times, like, if I have to go to the gym or something for you, a lot of times, they'll be shocked that I'm black right yeah i've had that happen oh your wife is black like yes nick what was like ah! why are you saying that like it's a huge scandal right, I don't know you know it's not like if a white dude if a white dude's wife came to the gym and she was white nobody would go oh my god right you know what i mean everybody go well yeah you a white dude you know what i you know it's not like we're sitting around talking about this shit or something like you've never said anything that make me think that it's not like I'm saying shit that makes people think I hate black people and then you show up and they're like, what the fuck? Right. It's, you know, but, and a lot of those people were brothers, you know, cause at that gym, it like, because it's more of a, right. uh, what do you call it? Upper class, middle to upper class gym. Mm-hmm. 
a lot of those brothers date white women and they really do think horrible shit about black women but they just don't say it until they're shocked that you show up or they say it around me thinking i would agree and i'm like no i don't agree with that and it becomes like an issue and that's that's exactly what happened in this case you know hopefully people listen to him and understand that that shit is whack man um all right uh let's move into some other stuff well we'll do one more this is just a a quick one and it kind of leads into the next segment anyway um we get a zero if yeah zero for me zero i I don't know if you asked with the score but yeah yeah yeah. no 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 you're right you're right i forgot to ask and it is zero for me as well um all right so a deputy who shot and paralyzed an unarmed black man is now heading trump security during florida visits uh he's been assigned to work for the secret service overseeing security at the palm beach international airport including watching air force one trump spent last weekend at the mar-a-lago hosting a uh super bowl and i guess party and is planning to return to the resort again this coming weekend where he'll be meeting with japanese prime minister shinzo abe in 2013 he shot stevens uh, who had been riding a bike when the deputy attempted to cite him for a traffic infraction according to lynn he feared for his life when he saw something in steven's hand which turned out to be a cell phone mm-hmm. lynn shot stevens four times in the back paralyzing him from the waist down oh and of course uh trump and his crew thought oh we need to give this man a promotion because that's 2017 now uh, of course the they ruled it uh justified as federal grand jury disagreed in 2016 fighting Lynn violated Stephen's civil rights by using excessive force and awarded him 24 million dollars yep zero to 100 a hundred all right let's move into uh let's move into the white people news guys start this segment without of course talking about what white people did to this country and it's a long one that's your man melania trump's lawyers admit that she hoped to cash in on being first lady by selling clothes and fragrances no shit it won come on the it won is of one shit if michelle obama would have been trying to sell clothes 
them white folks would have been talking about how she has desecrated the office mm-hmm. they would have been so mad of course because everything about them is about that brand the, tr- the yep. trump brand i don't know if you're gonna go into this but i got a whole lot to go into okay but well then you're probably gonna cover what i'm thinking about then but yeah uh because like seconds after the, they got the password they immediately turned the first the first lady's page to a picture of her and her fucking qvc of course yeah we did that the first brand. day yeah we right, covered uh, that the first day that right there that you know that she uh, i mean because not that funny she ain't got shit to do she's not gonna be on anything everything if it, it, it wouldn't be surprised if she may uh uh talk to michelle obama and actually all these great things and all she might do is just reincorporate the shit that she has and put it back up sign her name to it and they're gonna praise like it's the best shit ever because it sounds like she don't come up with any original ideas um selling her shit on the front page is an original idea uh kellyanne conway um cnn is considering a permanent ban for her over serious questions about credibility they invite this bride on their show to lot of them face to face and they were and they were and then they go around talking about the sensationalistic stories created by her lies y'all are part of the problem you know what i mean like you can't have it both ways like you you give her a platform and then you go can you believe this shit you know like it's you you she doesn't have a place to go if it's not for you you don't have to invite her on when you know she's gonna lie the media is complicit in this shit and it's not just fighting against the lies that are said in your face and fact checking them it's not good enough your job is to spread the truth it used to be called doing the news it's what the news was supposed to be before it turned into bringing on two people to argue at one person with credibility and all kinds of knowledge in the area of expertise and then some other batshit insane person that just will say anything for ratings and you bring them on at the same time and go have at it that's not news and you've been doing it for years and you destroyed the fucking country with it so yeah now you want to wise up to kellyanne conway but the only reason y'all are doing that shit is because specifically trump has been talking shit about your channel right if he hadn't have been calling you fake news you wouldn't even have the integrity to do this msnbc where's your integrity when are y'all gonna say none of these motherfuckers on our show because if cnn is the, is, is the show for let's have van jones come on talk about race and let's have a racist talk to van jones face and see if somebody slaps somebody that's the whole fucking channel no i i don't respect this uh of course bessie devos got confirmed as education secretary after historical tie a historic tie break by mike pence mm-hmm. uh billionaire worked away uh paid away onto the thing everybody was like oh call your senators see if they, they some of them are on the fence uh no evidence that any of them really were on the fence that much waiting to be told they knew what was right from wrong they don't give a fuck you know the i <laughs> after this shit i just kept thinking so how are you gonna get people to call next time because you got all these people to call and get involved and then y'all they just went and did exactly down party lines that they was gonna do anyway all trump's people getting confirmed never thought it would be any different oh no 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 i said that from the beginning this yeah it's gonna work now there's not gonna be no halts they're not gonna be no stops right. they're not gonna be passing the least amount of shit ever that's mm-hmm. no mm, government gonna function how the government should have been functioning under barack obama let me go to the next uh segment guys we'll be right back go to the next one um mm-hmm. oh you motherfuckers <laughs> okay all right i'm putting cases on all you bitches huh 
You think you can do this shit? Yank! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. <coughs> You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go on, walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. All right. Um... Amid Russia's election hacking, House Republicans vote to terminate the voting security agency. Hmm. So the people that are making sure that we have integrity in our elections. Mm-hmm. Um, the administration voted along party lines on Tuesday to disband the election assistance committee, um, which assists states with meeting voter system security guidelines. So maybe next time they actually will hack the, the numbers if they didn't this time. By a 6-3 vote, lawmakers approved the Election Assistance Commission Termination Act. The bill states that upon signed into law, the EAC will be terminated and may not carry out any programs or activities. I'm sure those people don't need jobs. Old creating job guy, buddy. Um, yep. So it's not going to be any, any oversight. I mean, if you if if, if people think Russia's hacking helped, right? Why wouldn't they, you know? Uh, Republicans vote to rebuke Elizabeth Warren, saying she impugned uh, Sessions' character during his confirmation hearing. Uh, she started reading a letter from Coretta, uh, Coretta Scott King uh, opposing Sessions in 1986 in his federal nomination. A letter that this woman actually wrote now. Uh, as much as everybody loves Martin Luther King, what would Martin Luther King say? Apparently they don't want to hear what Coretta Scott King would say. Mm-mm. And in an extraordinarily rare move, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell interrupted Warren's speech in a near-empty chamber as a debate on Sessions' nomination heads towards a Wednesday evening vote and said that she had breached Senate rules by reading past statements against Sessions from figures such as the late Senator Edward M. Kennedy and the late Coretta Scott King. The senator has impugned the motives and conduct of our colleague from Alabama, McConnell said, then setting up a series of roll-call votes on Warren's conduct um and they basically uh the end result was that she was silenced and she was not allowed to speak for the rest of the session yep that's y'all's man Mm -hmm. um and of course uh sessions got um confirmed right before we went on the air it's official uh and uh one democrat voted for him the guy from west virginia which went to trump handedly because mm-hmm. not everybody has a d next to their name is a fucking democrat which no, you should have learned eight not. years ago but if you didn't learn it eight years ago you're learning it today uh trump's travel ban and sanctuary city plans are his most popular executive orders and all of them have more support than disapproval uh according to um bark bark <laughs> morning cons the a new morning consult poll conducted for the washington dc area political newspaper i don't believe your sources also winning approval of american majority of the president's demand that bureaucrats freeze new federal regulations until his administration can review them and assess their impacts that measure has 54 percent approval 
55 percent of registered voters support trump's travel ban affecting seven muslim majority countries and the same number approve of his plan to deny federal funds to cities that shield illegal immigrants for deportation Mm-hmm. uh here's the thing uh i'm not so sure that this is bullshit these are the things that people that support him wanted to see these executive orders all of almost all of them are coming straight at like at mexicans latinos muslims black people like this like for people to think that these would they not be popular i think back. these executive orders are popular i think this is our country like so when people say it's not popular i'm like for what how would you say that it's not popular with the people you know but right. there's a lot of people that it's popular with that pretend that they're not with this shit right now they're in your face like they're your friends but they're not they really do think you know bill maher can pretend to be anti-trump all he wants uh but part of that is because it's some personal beef between them two they agree on a lot of shit mm-hmm. uh revoking federal funding for so-called sanctuary cities 55 percent approved who does that affect immigrants mm-hmm. prohibits citizens from seven predominantly muslim countries from entering the u.s 55 percent approval who does that affect brown people why would it get such high approval i'm not shocked freeze all federal government regulations until the new administration can review them i don't know what that one even in like i didn't even see that one uh as government agencies to delay ignore elements of the affordable care act 49 percent of people can believe that mm-hmm uh because they want to get that black man's name off of that shit they health care Asked State Department to grant fast approval of the Keystone XL pipeline against indigenous people. Of course, they're for that. 48%. Instruct federal government agencies to freeze hiring by not allowing them to fill vacant positions to create new ones. 48%. Immediately begin construction of a wall. 48%. Mexicans. Uh, permanently withdraw U.S. participation in Trans-Pacific Partnership. 47%. Um, fucking Bernie Sanders is for that. Like, we can't pretend that there's not a lot of popularity for some of these moves um require federal agencies to cut two existing regulations for every new one they're implementing i don't even know how what that what that means or what they're how they're going to do that and all federal aid for federal aid for global health groups if those groups also provide abortion services 47 percent ask the army corps of engineers to grant fast approval for the dakota access pipeline 46 percent lesser of two evils though guys how's that working out for everybody uh companies plow ahead with moves to mexico despite trump's pressure you know trump said the companies try to move jobs out of the united states i'm gonna make them pay mm-hmm. yeah they was like do it bitch we moving we'll see job ain't coming back to you promise these motherfuckers right see you in mexico right <laughs> what are you gonna do come after us or not right adios right because all you're gonna do is pass laws so we can cut more jobs and cut more funding because you we're actually on the same boat nigga uh trump threatened to um he threatened to destroy the career of a lawmaker uh of a lawmaker that a texas sheriff complained about saying he is trying to aid drug cartels didn't even know the dude's name just threatened he was like we'll destroy his career he claimed the murder rate is the highest has been in 47 years and the media won't cover it but the it was wrong that's it is not and he said that many many times over the past year and some change despite it being absolutely wrong um and nobody's correcting him and he hasn't changed and i saw something today where he said 
uh in cities the murder rate has increased which it has and they went trump says such and such and this and it's actually correct and i went no isn't the story here that he spread a lie for a year a year and some change and he's the president and it's a harmful fucking lie that's gonna get people killed and keep white people scared and all this shit and keep law enforcement on edge doesn't that matter to anybody that that is that like you're a news organization and instead of saying and they went he's been mistaken and he said some inconsistency he's lied use the word it's a shorter word you don't need to go to the source for this yeah my thing you you shouldn't give him a fucking cookie for telling the goddamn truth he threatened to define define the state of california which is the world's seventh largest economy so i don't know what the fuck he's thinking there <coughs> they would love to stop having to pay taxes yeah california i'm talking california is like a great big middle figure fuck you like they have been anti him yeah from the beginning they would absolutely love to not have to pay taxes on this shit right like, and please that, you're right that would end people traveling because guaranteed they'd be like nope you ain't coming to <coughs> uh congressman to file a bill requiring a psychiatrist at the white house because he worries about trump's mental health he's like we should have been had one but uh because a job president takes a mental health toll on people but um low-key he's just uh, saying uh this dude needs he's lying something's wrong with him he needs to have a psychiatrist look at him he probably just gonna veto it or just not go i mean the dude don't do what he he does what he wants to do he's not gonna do it you know what i mean they'll be paying you just to be there right so um yeah that's uh that bit of news mm-hmm. uh now let's get the white people news guys um he's immediately mean to me afterwards kelly ripper blast her husband mark consuelo's post-sex behavior on a morning show i know who this white woman is she the one who did the show with strahan right mm-hmm right kelly right now it might just be the kelly show i don't know it is the kelly i think it's called like kelly in the morning maybe or something right, right. they might as well just change the name because used to be regis and live kelly. kelly or something i think right because they yeah they've changed the name several times well did you hear the rumor tamron hall might be getting that job dog might be kelly and tamron oh gonna be a female yeah tamron you know from she got let go because of megan kelly uh so she might take a fine ass over there good. i had to watch that show then good i'm glad mm-hmm. i'm glad because fuck them yep wait is my internet frozen i don't know it's starting to look stupid over here you, i can't i mean right now you're still moving all right yeah i hope she do get that job okay all right let's see because i don't know this is what it starts to do before it starts fucking up mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> can't trust my computer no more technical difficulties yeah it like it's about to to act up guys um all right i'll try to go through it without i'll try to do this one anyway his name might mean comfort in spanish but mark consuelos is no cuddler his wife kelly ripper blasted his mean post-sex habits live on tv wednesday the married couple were hosting their show when the conversation suddenly turned to the 45 year old bedroom manner 45 year old bedroom manners or lack thereof mm. 
you don't be you don't be breaking it off afterwards now if something happened honey she about to uh, uh spill all the latte uh pumpkin frappuccino when the special when there's a special married couple time in our house do you know what i'm talking about she asked the audience because there's kids watching so i'm just gonna call it special grown-up time he's immediately mean to me afterwards she accused and i don't like that i think it's bizarre he becomes short with me like irritated Ooh, she put all the business on the street yeah she must plan on leaving the divorce maybe they be having that left right left type sex ah mm-hmm spilling all the tea mm-hmm. uh her mortified husband could do nothing but laugh she continued to add her laundry yeah you know he ain't know this before they went on the air you know he didn't it's probably something she meant, meant to tell him or she may have bought it up and he brushed that shit off she was like oh motherfucker you think i'm goddamn joking we've talked about this you motherfucking ignore me all right i'm like oh now you're irritated you were so loving three minutes ago she shouted as he burst into embarrassed laughter the couple have been married more than 20 years having met on the set of all my children in the mid 90s they have three children together 19 year old michael 15 year old lola and joe quinn who turns 14 this month Mm. see he probably setting up to leave her they ain't had no more kids since Mm -hmm. then he got four more years and he's out of this kelly has been searching for a permanent co-host for live since the sudden departure of michael strahan last april since then she has sat with a revolving roster of co-hosts but her off-screen partner of two decades certainly seems to be her personal preference all right that is some interesting white people news a treat after the treadmill lily collins uh is a good in good spirits as she grabs an iced coffee post-workout session in west hollywood She's treating herself after a hard workout as she was leaving the gym. The 27 year old was spotted in West Hollywood on a walk down the street. She carried an iced coffee beverage in her hand and what appeared to be a cool day outside. The actress wore a great shirt with matching tight pants and a beanie to keep herself warm. She added a denim jacket with some white sneakers and a pair of sunglasses. Oh, because this won't load, I can't show you guys the picture. Oh, you don't need to refresh? um well see i'm scared now that this shit is not gonna work all right i'm gonna close it and try to open it back up guys if it doesn't work i'm gonna have to refresh and uh a reboot and come right back because no, no problem shit is acting stupid well all right we'll see what happens guys but uh yeah you guys definitely need to see the pictures of this white woman i mean how words just can't do it justice sometimes yeah I mean, what's funny? White women news if we can't see them. I mean, yeah. white people news. So. White people news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's moving slow, guys. Let me uh save this real quick. Uh, all right, now, now the audience will be able to see when I show them the amazing visage of uh, Lily Collins, who uh, we were studying for white people news. Uh, let's get back into it here. Uh, all right, so she was uh making big news making a big splash because she was walking down the street sipping on some iced coffee and she had went to the gym and we know that that's uh you know that's amazing i mean these are the things i wake up every morning worried about okay uh she she had uh a denim jacket on some white sneakers a pair of sunglasses pulled out a phone oh they got video damn <laughs> was it on instagram now we know the this is the the big news when they get video of you taking a walk you know now we can we can that's, go that's when you know shit's is real full immersive experience here let's check out her um let's check out her uh pins 
How you doing today? Wait, that was the whole clip? What is what is no. Thank you, Lily. Have a good day. Wow. There it is. Whiteness in the wild. You can't tell me they don't call these folks. It's amazing uh, to watch them, you know, in their natural habitat. Right. With their um, Lululemon and... And and live coffee. Mm-hmm. These are the things that you know I want to know. I, you know, but uh, before and you were recording it, but you know I I had to know. Mm-hmm. You know what blush color the blush because the hair I had mm-hmm. to know. The Mortal Instruments star spoke to In Style earlier this week about life as an actress and how she's always been a Hollywood fan. Oh, she's always been a Hollywood fan. Oh, okay, one of those. I've always been fascinated with old movie stars and the history of the place that I live in. I really love the romanticism and the mystery surrounding the period. She also opened up on her eyebrows, which happened to be one of her biggest trademarks. But that used to be one of her insecurities until her mother gave her some words of wisdom. You need to accept the quirky things that make you different and what make you beautiful. Lily, uh, Lily recalled from her mom. It's the things that make you stand out that make you unique uh she the golden globe nominee has several films coming up the theaters the bone where she plays a young woman battling anorexia and she stars alongside keanu reeves who plays her doctor film is expected to be released in theaters later this year i bet they gonna fall in love Mm -hmm. um talia storm flashes her abs in a tiny leather bralette and high waist trousers as she leaves the glamour at dating bash no shit oh mm-hmm. talia storm is up in this piece and who's that? she's been embracing a more mature look since turning 18 and talia storm was rocking an edgy ensemble to attend the tender versus cosmopolitan party held at Lon- the london edition on wednesday night the scottish singer showcased her flat stomach in a tiny leather bralette covering up in a chic blazer mm-hmm uh she paired her ensemble with small cigarette pants and a simple pointed black stilettos i'm old what the hell are cigarette pants like skinny jeans uh i think it means you smoking you know what i'm saying oh okay okay uh she added a grunge feel to the outfit to a lot with a to a large silver statement necklace and a slick of matte taupe lipstick talia who first caught sir elton john's attention when she was 13 wore her blonde mane in a tousled style Mm-hmm. the pop star previously revealed that her classmates were cool with her pursuing her dreams of stardom she told teen vogue i guess everybody's got that thing so they're just like oh she's a singer that's her thing to they honestly don't think it's a big deal everybody jokes about it when she first rose to fame talia was synonymous with big gravity defined hair and wacky outfits but her look has matured as time has gone hmm. glad to hear that mm-hmm uh the starlet reveals she's always had a passion for fashion and gets style tips from her older sister she told mag the magazine from the age of six we were putting on fashion shows in our house she knows what i'm looking for and what i want to look like fashion is all about being fun playing it safe mm. who's this black woman i don't know jennifer M- melingale mm-hmm. she's pretty melingale 
put in an appearance Ooh, mm, hello i know right um mm-hmm. well that's all the white people news i don't know who that white woman was but <laughs> more about this sister please come on we got some cali versus cali beef y'all oh shit <clears throat> them Callies is going at it <clears throat> yeah Are we going going back Back no not california kylie, kylie. Oh. like kylie jenner oh my, my bad. they going at it wrong the kylies nearly two years after papers were filed hollywood's latest major trademark dispute had to come to a close kylie's minigog and jenner were embroiled in a legal tussle over the trademark for the name kylie used for advertising services and endorsement services mm. minagu i don't know minagu is kylie for now at least has the upper hand after jenner's claim was rejected by the u.s patent and trademark office to which she has already launched an appeal so she can use her name on fashion and beauty lines jenner filed the papers in uh, april 2014 but minagu and her team responded in february 2016 claiming the australian pop stars branding could be damaged by jenner's one true name mm. she's like y'all bringing my shit down fucking all them black dicks Ah! Defining the the older stars of internet performing artists, humanitarian and breast cancer activists, and referring to Jenner as a secondary reality television personality. Woo! Mm, The shade. Woo! Mm, She was like, honey, here's some Swiss cheese for you. You get the fuck out of here. Mm, No, she did not. That's how you hurt some feelings right there. You secondary reality show, star ass nigga. She just kicked the cheese off the table. <laughs> that's not the one I was going with, but <laughs> that is, uh, I guess that's a valid approach too to think about. Come on, it, 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 it done got ugly up in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She knocked a bottle of water off. What is happening up in here? Bitch, get out of my face! That's that, what I was going that's with. That's what happened. Well, I see you was going with a totally different interpretation. <laughs> of uh dk michelle classic uh let me wait for this to load for a second um yeah secondary reality television personality the, the case was suspended twice last year for settlement negotiations in january minagu withdrew the opposition which meant that jenner's application could go forward and suggest that both Callies may have reached a settlement although neither party has commended commented on this either way jenner was unsuccessful time will tell if she uh has another goal of being a trademark cali but jenner isn't the last celebrity to try and claim ownership over a word and nor will she be the, uh, i think they meant she isn't the first and nor will she be the last the rich and famous have long held reputation for paying for patent phrases and brands some so ridiculous that jenner and montague's tussle over their names looks almost sensible and they have some uh some other ones that i don't care about right but uh yeah there you guys go cali versus cali violence rain rain go away jennifer garner struggles to jump over a huge puddle to save her moccasins while running an errand in la oh she was the moccasins shoes pants i don't know what that is a bird what is that moccasins yes shoes oh the native american shoes you never heard of moccasins before Mm-mm. wow i don't keep up with fashion I'm the day was hot when we was in like fifth grade fourth grade wow I t- i'm out of touch yeah they like some like you can they like suede and shit like if you step in and you ruin your shoes and shit uh los angeles has been hit with some much needed rain and on friday jennifer garner seemed to be a bit of a pickle as she attempted to jump over a huge puddle while outrunning a quick errand the 44 year old tried her best to save her black moccasins from getting soaked as the car she was jumping in and out of uh 
parked halfway on the sidewalk in an unsuccessful effort to help the struggling star stay dry mm, she was not prepared guys there she goes taking a leap leap of faith the alias actress looked comfortable but was not dressed for the weather in dark skinny jeans nude sweatshirt and moccasins mm. she wore a brown a brown raincoat though opted to forego the hood letting the droplets soak her brunette tresses instead and looking unhappy with her decision mm. as she leaned out the car preparing to jump jen had an amusing look of concentration on her pretty features uh and here's a video of her uh oh wow oh this is some intense video here guys it looks like she's crossing the street holding her baby's hand oh wow is she oh oh this is this is intense oh there's another there's almost another minute of this uh we're so lucky to get this footage ah there she is there's a child i know watching them in there there's there's a car they're getting in it watching them in their natural habitat you know can you believe that they're interacting with each other and Mm -hmm. it's It's almost like they're just like us right the oh wow the child instinctively knows to go to the back seat Mm because that's where he belongs wow it's just Mm. a bonding between mother and child yep like none other oh there she is she's getting in the driver's seat okay so they drive still on the left side of the road like we okay they get on the left side of the car and they drive on the right side of the road Mm -hmm. that's very similar to how we do here in charlotte i know can you can you believe it wow they're just like us wow when you get to study them in nature like that i mean that's a blessing you know i, I know I, I cannot believe we got firsthand sightings i mean i'm i'm excited she had an object stuffed inside her sweatshirt pocket although how can we know what it was she looked uncomfortable was not dressed for the weather um in another photo of her hopping out the car the brunette beauty seemed to have an object stuffed inside a sweatshirt pocket she recently wrapped shooting for the upcoming drama film the tribes of palo verdes uh and she stars alongside elizabeth rom and Micah monroe the story surrounds a young surf loving woman named medina whose life uh home life turns volatile meanwhile jen's estranged husband ben affleck has been busy promoting his movie live by night He's also prepping for a new standalone Batman movie he's writing a script for. Because he had to connect it to a man in order to care about this story. Right. She she can't just be out there fabulous living in the wild by herself and her baby. An eagle-eyed fashion fan spots Lady Gaga's Super Bowl outfit that signifies support for gay rights. But didn't we already know she was pro-gay rights? I mean, I mean, she literally was out there. Wasn't one of the songs Born This Way? Yeah, she literally, after Donald Trump got voted in, was like, hey, nigga, I don't like you. So, what are we talking about here? Yeah, well, they noticed that her under her eyes, she had sparkly triangular shapes and the purple triangle is a sign for supporting gay rights. So, yeah, like like you said, she literally got a whole song about it. What are we talking about here? yeah i guess the lyrics to born this way weren't overt enough a pink triangle that's what did it for you You're like oh the pink triangle mm. she's still on our side guys oh, so i was born you talking about me born this way being straight oh do we talk that's you talk, yeah i was born this way rest of y'all no that's not what she was saying all right but this the is, name I'm of the song that's how they interpreted it because this oh is, yeah if, they if must this, not have got it till right, just if, now if this is the thing that makes you go what the fuck Mm-hmm. yeah that's how you interpreted that that whole song you was like i was born this way yes now the pink triangle has been used as a symbol of lgbt tribe but is far darker origins is first used on gay inmates inside of the nazi concentration camps the lgbt community reclaimed the symbol in the 1970s 
yeah makes you wonder what the fuck the rainbow was used for come on uh at any rate um good for you good for her mm-hmm. jackson's back in the news embracing the single life paris goes braless in hippie attire amid claims she split from her rocker boyfriend oh she finally let that racist dude go good for you girl good. yeah this is a girl we covered the other day right michael jackson's daughter yes, yes. Uh, it has been, and it was yesterday. It has been claimed <laughs> Paris Jackson has split with her boyfriend Michael Snotty, and today it looked like the snar- the star is feeling fine about the single life. The 18 year old was spotted picking up a discreet purchase out of Los Angeles. Wonder what it was. Some weed, sent a brown bag. Uh, during yeah, the trip, yeah, them pants. During the trip, the Rolling Stone cover girl looked casual and worry free, flaunting her collection of body art in a crop top that left little to the imagination. Oh, she got them nipple rings in okay well i'm sure one of these pictures will be a close-up of the titties come on yeah she got a peace sign medallion some hippie flower pants right. okay straight at the 70s the celebrity offspring platinum locks were pulled back in a practical top knot and kept out of her face with a teal scarf behind, during her errand she wore funky tie-dye pants and carried a woven backpack adorned with a number of cool keychains while holding a brown paper bag in her hand paris didn't mind going braless during the trip showing off the outline of her new nipple piercings as well as a hint of her belly and pierced navel her many tattoos are also on display while a huge piece pendant on her neck and strappy sandals perfected the outfit's retro vibe oh told you was gonna get a toss up of them titties oh okay she went with the single pin through the nipples well that's tasteful oh, okay versus the hook yeah that's tasteful you know in this you know in this day and age everybody's looking for super attention and she just went with the you know the upfront like look at my nipples but it's not a star you know like her aunt janet according to radar online paris recently called things off with her boyfriend of a little over a year their split seems to be confirmed by the fact she deleted all the most recent photos of the street drum corps drummer from her instagram a source closer to jackson denies the breakup though though another family confidant says the relationship was doomed from the start well he does hate niggas so i mean michael seemed to think he could treat paris however he wanted and that she would stay obviously he was wrong paris might have much more than relationship woes on her plate soon as the star may have to shoulder the burden of some of her father's outstanding debts yesterday was reported the international pop star was on the edge of going bankrupt before his death death and his estate may owe as much as one billion dollars to unpaid taxes to the irs damn are you spending money on nipple piercing damn ah. well you know what they can't take it from you uh all right let's go ahead and get into uh the last segment you ready to play some guest the race karen let's do it all right um as soon as it comes up <clears throat> now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right, it's guess the race time. Ba-da-da. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show going across all the podcasts. And we read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat room, to guess the race. And of course, everybody plays along, and all these people involved are some huge racists. Okay, I'm sorry to be the one that to inform you. Of course, guess the race is brought to you by Talkspace. That's right. I don't know if it's just this Trump election or what, but it's got a lot of people down, maybe feeling like they need to talk to some people. 
you know a lot of brown black people have been feeling down lately we talked about the trump um affective disorder that a lot of people are experiencing Mm -hmm. you know that that's y'all man segment gets longer and harder to go through every day and i understand well maybe you feel like you need to talk to somebody that's why we are happy to bring you our sponsor this week talk space if you ever thought about going to therapy but found it too inconvenient too expensive or just too embarrassing to make it into an office then give Talkspace a try Talkspace is the online therapy company and they make it easy to connect with a licensed therapist handpicked just for you for as little as 32 dollars a week you can use Talkspace uh to connect with a licensed therapist uh and text audio video message your therapist as much as you want your tech your talk space therapist <clears throat> can listen to you vent about work or family explore your relationships with people around you and help put some uh put you on a path to a happier life to sign up and learn more go to talkspace.com slash tbgwt and as a special offer for our listeners you can use the coupon code tbgwt and get 30 dollars off your first month and show your support for this podcast that's tbgwt at talkspace.com slash tbgwt talkspace therapy for how we live today there you guys go man talk to somebody uh a mom 36 was arrested for dui with her kids in the car and she phoned her husband to come pick up and get her children only for him to pull up drunk too Ah! a couple was arrested after a woman who had been driving drunk with her children called her husband to pick up their children and he arrived intoxicated siobhan Teresa egnott 36 of hamburg michigan was charged with for driving while intoxicated while with occupants under the age of 16 the detroit free press reported she had been driving with her five-year-old daughter and three-year-old son the hamburg township police stopped eggnot around 3 p.m on january 29th after reports that a 2016 ford explorer had run off the roadway near bass ridge road and bass court chief rick duffany said police conducted field sobriety tests after she appeared to be intoxicated but the woman failed Eggnot called her husband to pick up their children, but when he arrived in the Pontiac G6, police noticed the 39 year old was also drunk. <sighs> Duffany did not describe the results of the breath test to egg for Eggnot or her husband because the investigation is still going. The children were temporarily in custody of child protective services before they were passed over to the maternal grandmother. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Karen, guess the race of Mrs siobhan theresa eggnot 36 karen's going with black on this one let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe um let me scroll down black black it's a win-win game brie okay black maternal grandmother is 45 black 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 everybody's going black on this one Woo! um (laughs) Well, the correct answer is, and everybody, oh wait, Shakan Henny Enthusiast was the last guess. Everybody going black? The correct answer is white. some white shit but you said siobhan that's why i said black siobhan theresa right i mean because it sounded like some white shit but i was like that name mm, maybe she got some black in her i don't know guys mm-hmm. at any rate she was white white as hell too you can see it in chat yeah, ap you got it right hey, ap got it right so one person got it right okay 
you get the golf clap well played ah all right let's go to the next one ah, somebody said they glad she was white <laughs> mm, that makes sense uh <laughs> uh let's go to the next one um a idaho judge makes celibacy until marriage a condition on a rapist probation mm-hmm a citizen, a 19-year-old who pleaded guilty to statutory rape last week, a judge of Idaho made it clear his punishment would include an extra wrinkle, government-mandated celibacy. The unusual proclamation by Judge Randy Stoker of the 5th District of Idaho that abstinence would be a condition of probation appears to be based on, at least partly, on an archaic, rarely enforced state law that forbids premarital sex. But unless the law is successfully challenged, the consensual sexual encounter could prompt a prison stay for Cody Herrera, who was 18 uh, when he sexually assaulted a 14-year-old girl. He was sentenced last week to 5 to 15 years in prison, but the sentence was suspended in favor of a rehabilitation program of sorts that serves as a middle ground between probation and prison time. Based on Mr. Herrera's success in the program, a judge could opt to release him on probation or send him to prison to serve the original sentence. The program usually takes about six months. Anyone free on probation is, of course, not allowed to break the law. And Judge Stoker made clear that would include fornication. If you ever, if you're ever on probation with this court, a condition of that will be you will not have sexual relations with anyone except who you're married to if you're married. A uh, newspaper reported that the judge cited Mr. Herrera's sexual history as a factor in the condition. Mr. Herrera told investigators he had had 34 sexual partners. I have never seen that level of sexual activity by a 19-year-old, the judge said. The abstinence restriction would apply only if Mr. Herrera successfully completes the program and agrees to terms of probation, said Grant Loves, the Twin Falls County prosecutor. It is common for probation officers to monitor sex offender sexual behavior, including dating and pornography consumption, he said, but the state's fornication law is rarely enforced. The law calls for up to $300 and six months in prison for any unmarried person who has sexual intercourse with an unmarried person of the opposite sex. Mr. Lowe said there are no bedroom police, but if someone on probation is required not to break any laws, that would be one of the laws that cannot break. It is a statute. to enforce. Huh? Right. How you gonna know? Right. That's impossible to enforce. It's a statute. It would be certain within my rights to any judge to tell a person they don't get to choose which statutes they violate. Idaho is one of several states that maintain fortification laws. A legislative effort to remove the law of Virginia failed in 2014. Of course, Virginia. Nancy Gertner, a lecturer at Harvard Law School and a former federal judge, said fornication laws often stay on the books only because they are enforced so infrequently that they have not been challenged. They will likely crumble under legal scrutiny, she said. Right so Trump's American you don't know y'all better get that shit off y'all books white yep uh he was 17 at the time uh they said he pleaded guilty to the rape of a 14 year old girl the girl told authorities she had lied and told him she was 16 when they met in 2014 he was 17 at the time after they began spending time together her mother told him the girl was 14 and was not allowed to have a boyfriend the newspaper said but in march 2015 after he had turned 18 he sneaked into her bedroom through a window the girl told authorities she said she thought he was there to watch a movie and asked him to stop when he touched her breast but he continued removing both of her clothes and sexually assaulting her. She told authorities the age of consent in Idaho is 18, though the state does not use the term statutory rape. Mr. Herrera's rape charges based on the subsection of the law related to age. So he's just a straight up rapist. Correct. Like, not that it would have been okay, but this wasn't even a, well, it was, I thought she was a certain age. Uh, it was mistaken 
she lied uh she she consented but she wasn't of the age where consent was legal because we've seen cases like that where it's like oh this boy was 17 and she was 15 and that's right at the cutoff and in this state you going to jail you know nope this dude's a rapist she said no he did it anyway and the judge went um you know what you can go out and be free on the street but just we'll just on the honor system no more sex okay till you get married all right karen race guess is race white karen's, karen's going with right let's check the chat room see what you guys believe cody herrera's right race is um did you already ask mm-hmm. oh i see they chose rehabilitation over prison white my parents support my rapist behavior white affluenza suffer idaho not many of us there white white the next 100 meter freestyle swimmer from stanford white as white as the ski he's forbidden to shoot to the wall mexican the correct answer is uh someone else with white the correct answer is and many of you guessed white on this one including karen and you guys y'all right why didn't that play did i not click the right button Here we go. There. And some of you did miss it. Yep, he's white as hell, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. Is it showing up in the chat? No, I don't see it. Oh, oh it is now. It is now. Okay. All right uh and so yeah fresh beard with the well he was that's because it's a jail shirt karen oh okay that's his part of his jail uniform well, uh the 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 other jellers pressed that really really well mm-hmm. they didn't he didn't bring it with him uh all right bonus round <coughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race bonus round against the race so far we're all over the place but karen is one and one can she top it off in the bonus round let's find out uh all right you get you getting nervous over there nope all right karen's not nervous a choir teacher is arrested for indecency after she did a videotape cartwheel in front of students in a skirt with no underwear what teacher mm-hmm out here flipping out Flipping the pussy out for the kids. Man, what is she fucking cartwheeling for? Mm-hmm. She ain't the PE teacher. With no drawers on, too. And she, but she knew that pussy flipped. An Oklahoma substitute choir teacher was arrested for indecent exposure after she reportedly did a cartwheel in front of her class of high school students. Mm-mm-mm. A choir teacher at that. The hell is she teaching I them mean, kids the same? If you walk out there with no drawers on, you know you ain't got no drawers on. Like it's not a shock or a surprise. Lacey Sponsler, thirty-four, was wearing a long dress at the time of the incident, but she didn't have on undergarments, causing her to expose herself to the students in the class. A thirty-four-year-old does not do a cartwheel by happenstance, guys. We all know this. You, no, no, now children they walk around flip for no reason. Adults, no, you purposely and strategically flipped, honey. Put a, some drawers on. A 17-year-old power high school, high school student recorded the incident on a cell phone using Snapchat app, uh, according to the private de- uh, profit, well, a little bit of probable cause affidavit. Uh, 
police chief scott laird uh the police department says the incident rec- uh, reportedly happened during a high school choir class about 100 miles northeast of oklahoma city sponsor who was wearing a long dress did the cartwheel in the junior high t- choir room where her dress flipped up exposing her buttocks an officer who saw the video wrote in the affidavit she also noticed sponsor was not wearing any type of underwear the 17 year old student said sponsor told the class she was not wearing underwear before performing the cartwheel which also exposed her bare vagina it's turned into a sex ed class in the affidavit the student claimed that she saw sponsor's vagina open and close as her legs were in the air of course damn spread the eagle on them uh the teen also told police uh sponsor had been talking about using drugs and commenting on how she thought 14 year old boys were like men jesus no she was gonna fuck some students if she ain't already y'all better check she was arrested tuesday afternoon when questioned by police she denied doing the cartwheel oh nigga she said i was just dancing with the students and trying to be a cool teacher Mm -hmm. then of course they showed her the video she's in jail um she remained jail until wednesday morning Mm -hmm. i bet you they put that you going to jail now clip (laughs) Mm mm-hmm she uh, walking at him, I ain't do it. It was like, you going to jail now? Mm-hmm. Go white. <laughs> Karen, you going white? Yes. All right. Let me check the chat I room. I will be shocked if this is black. Oh, you going to jail now? White. That's what the officer said. White. Becky with the good pubic hair, white. Oh. From the pole to the pool pit, white pink toes in the air i know this one is white serving up after school special white the correct answer is she was a white woman Mm -hmm. i wonder what's missing in these people's lives that they be like i'm about to go to school and fuck these little boys like not I mean, not trying to be fun. I mean, maybe it's just me. It is just being a woman or, or anybody that likes dicks. It is a overflow, y'all. I mean, like, it, it is more than enough dick that you do not have to go to jail that will fuck you for free. What, but it's some type of here? abuse of power, though. It ain't just... It's not just sexual, because like yeah, you said, yeah, you can, it's, 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 if it was just, I want somebody to fuck me, I mean, you can put an ad on Craigslist and get fucked. It's something different, man. It's, it's like, I want to fuck, I want to fuck a 14 year old boy. Like, that's a specific type of thing. Like, that shit ain't normal. Uh, like too much Twilight or some shit. That motherfucker's watching the, <laughs> the Scorpion Trials or whatever the fuck that shit's called and being like, ooh, I need a little boy with his shirt off. I'm gonna have to do something with that. But uh, for some reason, a lot of uh, people must have that fetish. Ask them college kids. Yeah, that's true. They be flaunting them 17, 18-year-old, 20-something-year-olds out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up with uh, some sword ratchetness, guys. Let me find my sword sound effect. police have responded to a sword swinging incident oh shit now 
in the early afternoon hours of february 2nd police responded to a report of a man who had been swinging a sword around at the bristol street residence the responsible man was located at the residence an investigation led to the sword being recovered the 48 year old man was arrested and charged with weapons dangerous and is uh to appear in bail court tuesday that was a quick one let's see what else we got ah uh good job police a hyenas man hyenas ha hyenas hyenas ah, man ah. is charged in attack with samurai sword mm. yeah. uh yeah did somebody use a sword on that hyenas right <laughs> like sinbad a hyenas man was arrested early wednesday morning for allegedly punching a woman in the face for not keeping a clean apartment and having dirty dishes in the sink well, that's one way to inspire him Mm, he must he must he must have came in the house you make daddy a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich mm-hmm. he then began striking and damaging the ceiling of her main street apartment with a samurai sword eventually swinging the sword and hitting the victim's shoulder michael curtis 45 pleaded not guilty to charges of assault and battery assault and battery with a dangerous weapon during his arraignment uh the victim he curtis and the victim were both intoxicated at the time of the incident he's held on 500 dollars bail and a pre-trial here in the scale schedule february 24th they are not taking that very serious Mm-mm. they are not taking that very serious at all all right guys we'll be back saturday with your feedback and uh yeah we look forward to it hopefully i had this computer shit figured out by then yep. uh premium people don't forget uh this is us uh we will be recapping it me and bossy ickby this week uh probably friday at five i have to ask her and make sure that works but uh this too much is coming back this week and of course um i think this might be the week that we do the nerd off i'm not 100 sure i don't think we did it last week so i'll see if chris and, and those guys are around and we'll try to do so the nerd off this uh friday so um until then i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>